Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated. And a quick shout out to John Deck down there. My son will be flying down there tomorrow, spending the weekend uh, down there. He's got a soccer uh, soccer thing at one of the local universities, so he's going to stay with John Deck. And uh, John is uh, nice enough to put him up and, and all that stuff. So thank you to him. And uh, welcome back to Scarps. Uh, Scarps was, shall we say, indisposed last week. Uh, had some friends come into town. And, um, well, uh, you know, let's just say by the time we recorded this podcast, I'd say he was probably sound asleep. Is that fair to say? I got about 12 hours of shut eye <laughs> that night. And uh, you know what? I will spare our viewers that interaction of what have might have been <laughs> very good very good yeah i don't know okay. i think it would have been great uh, it, it, it would, yeah next time. Next I, time. I mean um we have had a few shows where uh, certain members of the uh the podcast team have, have definitely had a lot to drink and uh, <laughs> yes, it, 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 look we still have loyal listeners and, and viewers and um so it couldn't have been that bad scarps that's all i can tell you uh, lesson it, learned next time i will join <laughs> and, 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 yeah. And, yeah before we get rolling on the steelers i i scarps i was thinking of you the last couple of days um i i watched this documentary, this series on Netflix about a soccer team over in England called Sunderland. Um, the, the series was Sunderland Till I Die. Uh, my son's coach recommended it, and I watched it. And and a lot of it centers on the media relations, the PR guy. What do we do? Oh, geez, what happens here? And, and man, I mean, it never stops, uh, you know. And this is a fairly big club over there. They haven't done well the last five or six years. But I thought of you guys because it just – you don't get a break, do you? Those moments where there's not a lot happening or few and far between. Yeah. um, And they're very welcomed. Um, You know, off the top of my head, I can can think of some of those moments. It's it's usually – you know, right after the season ends, and and Coach Shomlin have his uh, his final press conference, final press conference. Um, but then you're always into the season review, and then you're into the media guide. Um, so actually, you know what? I would say right now, at this moment, mm-hmm. those weeks bef- before training camp and after mini camp were some of the most finest moments i've had <laughs> during my career as long as nobody doesn't anything stupid right right it's like it, it's it's kind of uh you know what uh you know we don't have to pay attention as much as we normally do but you know especially in sports you never know what can happen at, no. at, at any given moment no. in the off season um and yeah you're right that, Those, uh, as a fan the, the, the part of the year where i'm most nervous is always between, like, oh the end of OTAs and camp. I'm like, Always. oh God. Yep. Yeah, and don't fuck and, up. Yeah, yeah, and 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 as someone that worked for the team, those were always moments where we we're like, please God, don't let anything happen, um, because it was always just like 
it was it was those moments like where like you felt like you had like a, that normal nine to five, right? Yeah. You, you know, you'd be in the office at normal times, like, and I hate to say normal because, I mean, that's what most people yeah. work. But for right. us, right. what's normal? Nine yeah. to five was was not normal. Um, that was abnormal. So, you know, it, you had those you had those opportunities where like in and, and, and to be truthful it wasn't even always nine to five and you know what i'm not gonna feel bad for that because no. it was like i'm not gonna sit here just to sit here and wait sure. for somebody to do something stupid so um those are the moments that i do cherish I, looking back on it yes absolutely yeah. those are the moments that where i was like oh yeah like you know what it's summer it's whatever <laughs> but like i don't have to look at my phone every 15 seconds don't have to worry about it and you know what Here's the good part. If somebody does something stupid, we're probably not going to have it after. We're not going to have a press conference until training camp. Right. <laughs> then, right. But also, but also, you know what? We already got that generic statement prepared. Oh, for sure. We're aware of what is happening, <laughs> but we're not going to comment further. We're gonna let the we're gonna let the we're gonna let the, the investigate the police do their part or whatever it was. Yep, and it's yep. just like None of my business after that. Just let it rip, you know? That's funny. Yeah. A lot of a lot of the uh standard stuff, uh probably right on the corner of the desk. Um and, and also uh congratulations to Ian and his wife. They uh welcomed in a new baby, a girl just yesterday. And uh, uh knowing Ian, now, don't they? they have a six a six pack now. He a is pack. And the guy, I'm telling you what, he said, you know, send me an invite. I might be able to make it tonight. I'm thinking to myself, my God, I had two and I didn't know what the hell I was doing one minute to the next. He's got six. Uh, you know, he just, his his management skills are are unbelievable. Uh, Apparently. To consider it. Yeah. So anyway, congratulations uh, to them. Um, tomorrow is the birthday of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Ben, you pointed that out today, just in our general conversation. 89 years. 89 years, which means next year, of course, there will be a 90th anniversary patch, I'm sure, slapped on the jersey, uh, decal on the helmet, something like that. They did Probably it. Probably means also a different alternate uniform next year. I, yeah, I would think so. I think you're exactly right. And, um, and, and also, you pointed out too, this is. I don't know if you could ever have two things on the same day that were True. more appropriate. Yeah. Jack Lambert's birthday um, tomorrow as well. And um, yeah, I mean, the two things could not be more synonymous for, yeah. for obvious reasons, but uh, anyway, happy birthday to our beloved Steelers. Um, so I'm going to start with a little bit of the, uh, uh, the AFC North stuff because this week uh, the Browns finally moved Baker Mayfield Um and look, they. I think. Look, anytime we're talking about a Browns player, it's preconceived. You don't like him. Um, but he's but not I a Browns do, player anymore. No, he's not. I, and I um, admit, I, I, I respect the hell out of the kid for last year. I mean, he played with a torn labrum. He didn't have to. He easily yeah. could have said to hell with it. I'm having surgery. Uh, and he gutted it out. And you know, his last. Last game was was in Heinz Field and, and it was terrible. Was it? It was exactly nine times, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and look, the writing was on the wall for him when they signed Deshaun Watson. But you know, Ben, how, how does this impact the Browns? You well, know, first, the Browns are spending a guaranteed yeah. 
$55.5 million mm -hmm. next year on two quarterbacks, neither of which will start for them week one. No. Okay? No. That right there says a lot to me. I think the Browns are basically banking on the fact that next year might not go well. Mm -hmm. uh, 55 million for Jacoby Brissett plus whatever he costs, probably mm -hmm. a couple mil on top of that. Um, you know, probably things aren't going to go super well next season. And there's, they're just kind of going, well, you know, 2023 isn't that far yeah. away. Yeah. Uh, we'll just, we'll ride it out then. Um, you know, the, Speculation now is that he's going to get uh, an eight-game suspension, uh, which will piss off a lot of fans. But yeah. what they're going to do is they're going to say, in effect, it's a 25-game suspension. You're going to return the $10 million that the Texans paid you last year to the Texans. Mm -hmm. You're going to be out that income, and you're going to forfeit eight game checks this year. For a total of 25 games that's that's the speculation right now i mean i and i you know i don't know right um i'm i'm hoping for more along the lines of two more years no pain no no playing no paycheck no nothing but it's probably not going to happen uh, but they do have the precedence that major league baseball set with trevor bauer they've also they're also staring down you know the fact that they they suspended a wide receiver for a $1,500 bet for a minimum of one year, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as opposed to this guy who's got at least 25 allegations that we know of. And apparently more ladies considering joining the fray. Yeah. This is not over. No, yeah. it's never going away anyway, man. No. It's, I, mean, no. I mean, think about it. All the shit with Ben. Mm -hmm. None of that was even. No, okay. it took years. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I know. This. I know. There wasn't a lot of credibility to those accusations. All right. Yeah, uh, and if you didn't read the police reports, I don't know if you can still dig them up. I I read all of it because I wanted so to read Steelers fans because I was pissed at him. Yep. Um, I also sent all of my my name is Ben, so I had a lot of Ben shit. I had a, I had his jersey, I had a bunch of T-shirts, a bunch of other things, a bobblehead. Same. I sent it I, all back to the Steelers and said I don't need it anymore. And I still don't have a Roethlisberger jersey, and I I won't wear one again because whether or not he did what he was accused of. He's an idiot for putting himself in that Put position. Put himself in the position. Yeah. Okay. Um, all of that said, this thing with Deshaun Watson, this is 12 times the number of allegations. Mm -hmm. And as as if I as I've already laid out before, my opinion, at minimum, what he was doing was looking for easy sex by using the power dynamic to get that out of the out of the situation. Or He's a predator. And it's probably somewhere in the middle because we're talking about no fewer than 66 mm -hmm. massage therapists he approached through Instagram. And then, it, you know, that doesn't even get into the fact that the Texans basically aided him in it and said, oh, uh, you're yeah. doing this really? Well, there have uh, been wild... provide yeah. you with a controlled environment and some NDAs for these ladies to sign before they rub your taint in happy baby position. <laughs> uh, just, the, the whole thing yeah. is appalling. No, I, seriously. You get no argument for me. At yeah. best. Yeah. It's appalling. 
Uh, at, uh, at worst, the guy's a fucking predator like Harvey Weinstein, and they should throw him in prison. Ryan, the two questions. Uh, number one is if they go eight games, and, and again, Ben also added the games, obviously, that he didn't play last year, but let's just talk about this season. If they do the eight games, A, is that enough? And B, would you buy that the Browns maybe internally are just saying, to hell with this season coming up. We know we're not going to have our, our guy Maybe we luck into a few wins. Maybe we find ourselves, uh, you know, in a chance for a playoff spot. Maybe not. So what, what do you think about those two points there, the eight games and then what the Browns' approach might be? Real quick, um, Steelers celebrating their 90th birthday next year will be much better because, I mean, I don't know if you know this, they got a guy that wears number 90 that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> that is better than the guy that wore the throwback jersey in actually I shouldn't say yeah he's better. Uh Isaac Redman wore the throwback jersey in 2012. Oh, yeah, no disrespect that. to Isaac Redman mm-hmm. for donning mm-hmm. that bumblebee. But yeah. um yeah uh so getting back to your question uh eight games <sighs> you know I don't mean to be judge jury and executioner here right. but um you know, you, you read a lot of different things on the internet. You lot of you know read oh, a yeah. lot of different rumblings and whatnot. Um, whew. People might remember, or maybe they don't, that Ben's original suspension was six games, six, right. reduced to four. Yep. To me, if Deshaun Watson got eight games off the bat. A slap in the face to fans, right? Especially female fans. Um, again, I don't know what happened with Ben, I don't condone what happened with Ben, I don't support it in any way. I just don't know. But I will say sure. this the accusations against Ben were fewer than five, at least. He didn't have. 60 plus therapists, small mm-hmm. massage therapists, whatever, whatever you want to say. Bottom line, if Deshaun Watson only got suspended game, eight games right off the bat, I think that would be a slap in the face to female fans of the league. That's just me. Um, and, and, and just real quick, Ryan, and a lot, you know, a lot of people are going to feel that way too, Ryan. They, they are. Not, and, and not just the, female fans. Yes, agree. The female fan base is growing in the NFL rapidly. Agreed. And when I worked there, the Steelers had the highest female fan base in the league, even after the stuff that happened with Ben. So, and I'm not saying that, and here's the other thing too, like that doesn't mean that female fans don't think Ben was guilty of something, right? You know what I mean? Like, Like no one's always innocent. So that being said, when you have 60-something-plus massage therapists um, in a given time and you're accused of so many, I don't – and this is – to me, Mm -hmm. if he is not suspended for at least another full season, which would mean he would be two full seasons of not playing, if he's not suspended at least another season off the bat, 
That is a total joke. Now, if if let's just say he has to spend a full season and it gets reduced to 12 games, I don't know. I, I really don't know at that point. Like, I, I'm not going to sit here and beat that drum that he's just uh, – Right. But, but there is a clear pattern behavior with Deshaun Watson – and yes. I know this. Go, I mean, this goes back to Baker Mayfield, which we can talk about in a I second. Behavior, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but but it's a clear pattern behavior. And you know what? I'm going to say this. You talked about not being a fan of Baker Mayfield. I was a fan of Baker Mayfield when he didn't play the Steelers because that dude got that dude got stones, intestinal fortitude, whatever you want to call it. And you know what? That. Ben's final home game against the Steelers at Heinz Field. That dude got hung out to dry. <laughs> he did. He did. And he I, lied, I said he this did. on the show. Like shit. Yeah. I said this on the show. I said this on the show. Yep. The NFL should investigate Vegas <laughs> for the for the for the line and for the money line that was on that game because those dudes quit on him. And you want to talk about the difference between Miles Garrett and TJ Watt? And I know Miles was hurt last year, whatever. TJ Watt, even though they weren't even in the playoffs, wanted to kill Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Miles Garrett didn't. Miles Garrett literally looked like he wanted Ben to win his final home game. Yeah. And that's yeah. a big difference between yeah. that. Miles Garrett suggested that. TJ Watt was talking shit during the game. Yeah. When it was clear the outcome was what it was. Yeah. He, was he literally was like, he's like pointing at, like, yeah. was it, when you point at a quarterback in yeah. like the first quarter, like j- the famous Jordan line is, man talks shit when it's 0 0. That's when he knows he's talking shit. Like when a man talks shit when he's up, there's a difference. Like it was like 0 0. TJ Watts just like pointing at him. Like, like I know what you're going to do. And I'm just like, at that point, I even felt bad for Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Like, you what did. the fuck did this yeah. team do to him? Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, the, 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 it was like Baker stole TJ's bike. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, he was, what, he was hyped. I was like, oh, what time? Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Ryan. No, no, it was just like it was just. It, it was crazy. You can see that and, team quit. Yeah, and then we can yeah. get back to that. But like you know, he only Cle and I. It's a, but maybe not just only Cleveland, but it's such a Cleveland thing to finally draft a good quarterback. And I'm gonna Baker Mayfield is a good quarterback, and I would take Baker Mayfield over probably at least. Half of the league. I was gonna say top sixteen. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And they yes. Yes. And they is. finally and they finally get it right. Had a one, guy and they fuck it up. And they fuck it up. And they the get Miles Garrett thing ever. And Miles Garrett's a really good player. Miles Garrett's downfall is one. He always gets compared to T.J. Watt, and two, he hit Mason with the helmet. That was that will always stick with them. It will. But but. They finally got it right, and then they were just like, you know what? I'm going to bring on a guy that has 20-plus sexual assault (laughs) allegations who might win us more games, even though, and this is going to piss off Steelers fans, the Steelers 
lost to the Browns in the playoffs at Heinz Field, yep. whether you like it or not. We did. And Baker Mayfield led that charge, and he only had maybe one or two bad throws. Baker, Baker Mayfield had a really nice game. I agree with you. But our, the the not, Steelers offense, the last two the last two playoff losses, the Steelers offense has lost the game for them both fucking times. Completely agree. But Baker didn't do enough to lose that game. And neither did fucking Blake Bortles. <laughs> yeah. Which I is mean, terrible. Blake fucking Bortles. But it's true. Uh, Blake fucking Bortles, man. Tim fucking Tebow. Tim fucking Tebow. Oh, dude. Oh, no, I know. Keep going down the line. Relax. I have a PTSD. I, I still feel bad for Ike Taylor about that, man. I do, too. He got hung up. He did. Uh, anyway, real, real, real quick, Ben. Do you? I saw some rumblings that when May, Mayfield goes to Carolina, he's actually going to back up Sam Darnold? No, 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 no. No, he's going to compete. They Look, you, you don't trade for a guy and pay him. What the fuck? They're going to pay him $5 million to, to not right. be the guy. It's it's a show competition. Okay? I agree. I agree. Darnold was not the guy last year. He wasn't the guy with the Jets. Darnold's done. Yeah, so basically, they're bringing him in. He is technically number two on the depth chart as he rolls in. That doesn't mean shit. Nah. Nah. Nah, you I don't know? think so either. But you got to think. P.J. Walker's the odd man out there, right? Yeah. Well, you'd have to be because they got, got Matt Corral. Mayfield, I mean, Dar- yeah, right? Yeah. 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 I and I, I still think, I mean, Corral could be the guy of the future, I, I think, you know. And then Darnold. Darnold could be trade bait. I was just going to say, if Corral has a really nice – you know, training camp preseason. Yeah. Then I think Darnold's just you know. just like Mason Rudolph. You know, is probably Good. for the Steelers, and I don't think they're going to get much for Mason. No, no, we talked but, about that. No, you know, I I think eventually that's what happens, and and when Mason leaves, he will probably say some unkind things. You know, be hurtful Maybe. and really hurt my feelings. Probably not. Maybe. I don't think he will. You know. No, because I, I, I think he's going to be on the roster opening day. Really? What What do you think? In what capacity? I, I, I told you on this earlier. I think there might be some stupid fluky injury to Mitch <laughs> or Kenny Pickett that keeps so, him out for a couple games. Just a couple games. I'm not saying I'm, – I'm serious. For something, two weeks. A finger injury or something stupid like that, and – they are forced to keep Mason. Uh, the only on reason the they keep Mason, in my opinion, the only way they keep Mason is if he is going to be the starter because he has outperformed the other two gentlemen you just mentioned. Uh, if they have one of them who is healthy and somebody's a little nicked up and will be out for two weeks, Mason's toast. Now, if one of those guys is going to be out for six weeks, different story. Different story. Two weeks. Don't risk it. I had a vision. I had a vision that during training camp, during what is the uh, annual uh, softball game, right? Scarps, they, they they go up on the, the softball or baseball diamond. Don't they play softball? Home run derby. Home run derby. I had this vision that both Pickett and Mitchell Trubisky 
get freak injuries during the home run derby. Yeah, that would be really bad. And that leaves Mason as the starter. <laughs> that would be really, really bad. I'm well, kidding. Pull them all. Steelers Nation would collectively be. Oh, be my God. Preparing for ritual seppuku. Can you. After imagine? that happened. This one, is one the of my, end. One of my fondest memories of training camp was. I, it might have been my last training camp. was just like. Standing in left field, just shagging baseballs from the home run derby. I mean, I had a fucking, I had a ripper in. I'm just fucking like, I mean, it was great, just fucking catching balls. But Troy Polamalu, I remember one time, like, was walking by and like, so innocently was like, "Oh, is this the home run derby?" And like, <laughs> he bats lefty, which nobody fucking bats lefty. It's just fucking ripping shit. Wait, I mean, it was just like. I mean, huh? Is Troy left-handed? Yeah. And, like, he didn't even hit home runs. He just wanted to take a couple cracks. And, like, deep down, I think he wanted to be like, oh, nobody knows I'm okay. And, like, just be like, <laughs> fuck it. I mean, this dude was fucking hitting ropes. I mean, it was unbelievable. Home run derby was always a great time because it was, like, towards the end of camp. It was always in the afternoon, and, like, you didn't have to worry about shit. But, oh, yeah, fond memories. Fucking have a couple rippers in, just standing there catching balls. Um, I don't even know if they do that anymore. I mean, it's it's post-COVID camp. Who what, knows what, what they do? Last I don't camp? know. It was post-COVID, and it was kind of a Ben thing, too, wasn't was it? Your, was your last camp 17? No, I didn't go to 17 camp. So 16 camp. Okay. You didn't go to say 17 camp? So you were, you were gone already – before that one i left two weeks before 17 camp oh wow okay yeah. who, who would be a guy that the fans would not think of but a guy that hits bombs in home run derby is, is, is there one uh, guy yeah just... i mean i'm trying to th- i'm trying to think back of the winners greg warren long snapper he won wow really oh yeah i mean cool. and here's the other thing too this is the other thing too these dudes would get up there thinking they were fucking king shit, right? Yep. Like, like, oh, I'm a fucking it's fucking strikeout. And Kevin Colbert would pitch, and it'd be like <laughs> fucking forty mile an hour fucking fucking softballs coming at. No, it was it was we would use baseballs, but like it'd be like forty mile an hour, yeah. just whatever. Me and Kevin have just, a screen in front yeah. of him. Yeah, yeah, we had a screen. Oh, yeah, we had thank a screen. God. Yeah. We were okay. We had a screen. Yeah, but like it'd be just forty mile an hour's overhand. Yeah. And these dudes would fucking. Well, I mean, I mean, you're talking like like people you think would actually people you would think actually would be good yeah. would fucking swing and miss three times in a row. You get a guy like Greg Warren would just fucking take his time and bang it. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of some other winners over my time there. Lawrence Timmons, Lawrence Lawrence Timmons. Here's a guy. Lawrence Timmons would come over and would hit some practice balls. Yeah. He hit fucking home runs. <laughs> Straight dead center. Lawrence Timmons really? hit a ball out of St. Vincent. Furthest I've ever seen in my life. Straight see, that's, dead that's center. That's the kind of the, the kind of content I'm looking for. In I would have never guess Lawrence Timmons. In never. practice. In practice. Right. He'd be like, let me get a couple swings. Bang. I'm like, God damn, dude. <laughs> he fucking come up. He fucking strike out. <laughs> Lord, I'm not even kidding you. Lawrence Timmons hit a ball in practice to dead center. 
I mean, it looked like fucking hitting it off the wall at PNC Park. I mean, it was it was a bomb. And he would get up. He'd get up and Colbert would be pitching, whoever he pitched. Yeah. Fucking three straight swings, strikeout. Unbelievable. So he's a practice player. <laughs> ben was always good, too. Ben was always yeah. good, too. He's just an athlete. He played yeah. no. three sports. Fuck, listen. Fuck Ben. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> ben can golf. He can fucking uh-huh. play ball. I mean, play baseball. I mean, dude, I'd get that guy's gifted physically. Good for him, man. Spe- speaking of that, it was a couple of weeks ago. Somebody was trying to get the whole rumor started that you know, Ben. I, I think Ben's going to come back. Somebody, some team's going to offer him a chance to come back. You know, I, I heard this story. I said, "There's no fucking way." Have you seen how much this guy is enjoying playing golf right now? Yeah, there is no way. And and he just did that little icons competition. He's playing with Emmett Smith and some. Yeah, he was having a great time. He's not coming back, people. Forget. I don't it. think so either. No, no. I'd be shocked. Yeah, I would too. I, I mean, would too. You know, you never know. At midseason, no. somebody says, "Hey Ben, you want to come back and play yeah. for eight games?" Have you been throwing? What can you Maybe. do? You, you know? never know. You ready for this? Oh boy, here we go. You ready? I'm coming in hot tonight. Uh oh. Uh oh. Give me Ben Roethlisberger right now over any quarterback on that roster. Yeah. Wow. No, I agree with you. Now, don't get me wrong. Ben. <laughs> I'm dead fucking serious. I agree with you, Ryan. He's he's more effective as a quarterback than any any quarterback in the roster we have right now. But that said, his skills are declining, and they are not going to get better. And it is time to get younger at that position. It is. Ben, yes, I, I, Ben was not his best last. No. Ben displayed a great deal of know-how last year, especially he made, deep he balls. Made great fucking decisions last year. Yeah, he did, and and engineered you know some some what was it seven game-winning seven drives. six seven. of them were fourth-quarter comebacks. I mean, yeah. it's fucking amazing. That's well, the reason that they they won so many one-score games, as Ryan has pointed out many yeah. times. Yeah. That you know, I, you know, getting back to. Returning to the mean, which would be closer to like five, you know, five hundred ball or 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 winning four out of ten of those close one score games. Last year, what were they? Eight, Fucking eight nine, two eight. and one last year. Eight two and one last. Year. Eight two and one. Well, the, the one was was Mason. Fuck that guy. But no, <laughs> no, but yes, but and then the year before that, they were seven seven and two. And I tweeted but that's this the other day. The thing that a veteran Hall of Fame quarterback who can see shit before right. the ball is snapped gives you. And that's the thing that, that that the fans don't seem to understand. People seem to think that the quarterback position is going to be improved this year, that it's going to be a, a better performance. That the physically, maybe. Physically. No, no, physically bullshit. The no. guy will be more mobile. Will he be as effective? No. He oh, won't. yeah. Yeah, I buy that. He will not. Yeah. And that is, at the, at the end of the day, as Herb Edwards put it so many years ago, you play to win the game. You play to win the game, right? Yep. So, will the quarterback be as effective this year? No, he will not. Sorry. It, it, and it, again, when you say be as effective, you're talking about being able to pre-snap read. Yep. Being able to read post snap, being able to deliver the ball, being able to make good decisions, and, right. 
that lead your team to convert third downs, keep the chains moving, and eventually get into the red zone where you score touchdowns. And and I you know I, I just and we're off the rails such as life, but what we do here, Ryan, such as life, but Ryan's been drinking. I uh, yeah, I have. And I, whatever. Ryan. Such a whatever, man. Listen, I've had food poisoning the last like three <laughs> weeks. I'm finally on the I'm on the I'm on the up and come, if you will, quite frankly. But um if you, will. <laughs> if you don't think and and I'm fucking dead serious saying this, if you don't think the other three teams in the AFC North aren't excited that Ben Roethlisberger is oh, yeah. not at the helm right now. God You're damn crazy. Right. Because yeah. especially even the even Ravens. Even a t- but here's the thing. Especially the Ravens. Even a team like the Ravens, who's had the most success against mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. which isn't much, no. but they've been but you know, even a team like the Ravens is like, oh thank like you think you don't think John Harbaugh right now is like, thank fucking God this guy's here. <laughs> a guy like Zach Taylor. And Kevin Stefanski have been in a, yeah. you know, head coaches a couple years. If you don't right. think right now, they're like, oh, yes. fuck, thank because, God this guy. Because, this, because I mean, that guy would pull some off-script shit yes. out of his ass Be, that sure. you could not prepare for, that you had no idea was coming, and he he went with it. Yeah. Again, and, like, and again, and again, and again. The, the and that Ste- shit's got to grate on you. It's got to get old. Hell yeah, the, it does. The Steelers... Since 2014, the Steelers are above 500 or fi- – sorry. Since 2014, the Steelers are 500 or above in one-score games every year. Probably won't I tweeted be this, this Yeah, I tweeted this the other day. At Scarpezzi, I'm plugging myself because I'm feeling good. It's but, down there right below your face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but – anyway, the last time – the last time they weren't, the last time they were under 500 in that category in one score games was 2013, and they still finished eight and eight. Okay, they were, I think they were two and five in 2013, still finished eight and eight. So every year since then, even when Ben was hurt in 2019, they were 500 or above in one score games, and then in the last two years, they're 15, four and one in one score games. Wow, 15, four, big number. That's One. fucking amazing. It is. It really, really is. Seventy-five I mean, percent think, percentage. I mean, wow. I mean, I'm no mathematician, but yeah, but it's like seventy-seven and a half. No, it's seventy-five percent. I mean, basically, yeah. if you if you count the the tie as a loss, which I do because it was fucking Detroit. <laughs> it was well, point five. Seventy-five. Seventy-five percent. That was a loss. Loss. <laughs> 16.5 divided by 20. Whatever. And, it was yes. fucking hey, Detroit and they sucked ass. Take the math to another podcast. This podcast doesn't do math, you assholes. 15. 15.5 divided by 20 is 77 right, and a half. Anyway. Somebody works what, at Carnegie math. Mellon University and they used to break <laughs> it. Oh, out. there we go. Fine. Yeah. Plug it. Plug yeah. it. Bougie. Bougie <laughs> Yeah, no. The point it is, is, it's impressive. Do you I fucking do you think, I am. Do you fucking think? Do you think Kenny Pickett or Mitch Trubisky is going to get you to fifteen four no, one in not. the next two years in one score games? Do not no. Come on. Like I'm going to have some whiskey. Have some, some whiskey. whiskey. We'll all have whiskey. 
Uh, yeah, let me uh, segue our rant here real quick to remind everybody we are proudly Thanks, presented by Deck Roofing of South Florida. Deck serves Broward in the Paul, Southern Palm Beach counties, whether it's commercial, industrial, residential, multi-family, or condos. Contact Deck Roofing today by visiting Deck. That's D-E-K Roofing.com. Multi-family. D- oh, yeah. Indeed. Um, I wish was here for that joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it just doesn't hit the same way. He, he's got his hands full of diapers right now. Um, I, I wanted to, to bring up uh, uh, something that I, I was just thinking about regarding Najee Harris. I, I think if you're even a casual Steelers fan, you know Mike Tomlin likes a bell cow and likes to run literally the wheels off of that player. Really? Okay. And I, I, I know. Shocker. I shocker. That. Yeah. It, it happens. Do you think it started in like 2007? <laughs> You're terrible. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. Is it possible that Matt Canada's offense could take a little bit of the load off of him? Off Najee? Off Najee. No. Let us no. the ball more. So even with more movement, let us throw the ball more. Well, but but what I'm getting at is they will, get him, they will get him the ball in space as opposed to doing what they did last year, which is running him between the tackles. Okay, that's fair. That's, but what, what what I guess what I'm saying is we all know we did not see the true Matt Canada offense. No, all really? Of, well, all of us watched enough tape of when he was, you know, yeah. at Pitt, when he was at Maryland. What we saw last year was not even close. Okay? Yeah, but the shit that he called the red zone was his, and uh, well, it was it was less. Believe than, me, we'll something tells me we'll be talking about that this season. It was less than inspiring. Yes, yes. Let's just say that. But I'm just wondering, with a guy like Mitchell Trubisky, who we know can get out of the pocket. Um, to the right. To, don't don't go left, Mitchell. Tough crowd tonight, uh, man. Don't go left, baby. I mean, uh, honestly, what they should do is roll him left on every single dropback, because that that gives him at least three quarters of the field in front of him to his right. They might, they might in camp, you know, get him used to it. I just, I think that, I'm just saying. I, I I'm not naive. I know that Mike Tomlin's going to run. Nigel Harris's wheels off over the next three more years. I we know what's coming. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm yes. just well. I, I mean, I, I would say over the next four years, but yeah, you're right. I, I'm just trying to look at this as optimistically as I can and say, you know what? If you can use a Calvin Austin as small as he is, uh, not necessarily on jet sweeps, but even just a quick play action, you dump it to him, see what happens. Yeah, you know, I don't think but, Calvin Austin on a jet sweep would be a great idea. I well. Too small. I mean, and I'm, he's too small. He's a buck seventy-five. If he's that heavy, he's is, small. is is there a player in NFL history that's been similar to him? Um, you know, people keep comparing him to Tyreek Hill. I think they're on track. No, no. Um, <laughs> Tyreek <laughs> is not only fast and quick; he's a crack thick and dude. fucking meth. Tyreek Hill has got an impressive base. Yes. Okay, he's, he doesn't have a real thick upper body, but his 
his legs and his ass yes. are impressive. He's got an impressive base, which is how he gets away from tackles. Mm-hmm. And it's why guys like Dre Archer and, and Calvin Austin don't. Being very honest. I mean, Calvin Austin's an amazing athlete. Yeah. No question. Yeah. That doesn't mean that he's going to have a lot of yak. He may get some catches, and I hope he does. But he's not going to be a guy that's going to get you a lot of yards after the catch. That's that's my take right now. Hopefully, okay. I am dead wrong, and uh, you know that all works out. But if I'm doing if I'm running a jet sweep with a wide receiver, I'm using Claypool. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm sending a guard around that side for sure. On a counter for sure. Who is going to take out a linebacker? And I'm going to give him a chance, and he's going to have at least five yards of of pretty. I mean, you know, depending on the corner, yeah, he's going to have pretty clear space. It depends on who's blocking on the other side. The wide well, receiver. It, I mean, because let's put it this: Deontay is not a great blocker. It's not no. awful. He's willing, but he's not yeah. a he's not a great blocker. Um, but that's what I'm getting at, though. Austin aside, if you can get touches that end up as positive, you know, touches for a Claypool um, and, and and for a Friar Muth, whomever else, you know, can you take a little bit off of his load? Because I think Mark Caballi of the Athletic made a good point this week. He was talking about Benny Snell. He said Benny Snell is probably best when he gets between 11 and 17 carries a game. That ain't going to happen. No, probably he's not, not going to get 11 carries a game. And therefore, that's, he's probably not the best guy for unless, be unless uh, Najee gets hurt. Yeah, well, exactly. That's or, the only way or, it's happening. Or he gets nicked up, a little bit nicked up. Right. You know, and, and they want to reduce his workload. It probably won't happen. I still, I mean, seventeen games. I think Najee's going to touch the ball four hundred times, and I and I think all they're going to they're going to do is they're going to throw him that three yard dump off, and say, okay, do your thing. Mm-hmm. Make the first make the first guy miss, which he's good at doing. Yep, he's very good at doing. Or running through. He usually makes the first guy miss. Yeah, and and yeah. he's been the first person to say that's my job. My job is to make the first guy miss, and then go. And uh, yeah, he's going to take a lot of hits, and it's going to be what it's going to be. And right. I, I think that the Matt Canada offense is going to be a one and done. That's me, but that that's my expectation right now, and I really, really hope I'm wrong. Well, I hope you are, just from the aspect of because I know what it means as far as the team, but I also know what it means as far as as Kenny Pickett, uh, because the 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 list is long of quarterbacks who've come into this league and they've suffered greatly because they've had to go through multiple offensive coordinators their first few years. I look at Baker Mayfield. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, but look at the number of quarterbacks that came in and they said, this guy is so talented that we're going to redesign our offense and it's going to revolve around him. And I'm going to be frank. Yeah, Kenny Pickett is not that guy. No, I don't think he is either. I, I, I mean, I think we all agree this offense runs through Najee. As we're getting closer to camp, or yeah, I mean, I think we've always been on the same page. But like, I wouldn't say that. But sure, 
You will know. We <laughs> hate similar pages. No. Regarding Pickett, I think we've been on the same page. Eh, I mean, yeah, I'm rooting for him. Anyway. I'm rooting for him. He's a stealer now. I agree. I agree. Um, since 2017, other guys other than Le'Veon, James Conner, or Najee, rushing yards wise, it's Benny Snell. As the is, I think he's like 900, if that. After that, it's like Jalen Samuels, and then Ben. Ben Roethlisberger is the third. <laughs> person Fourth? after that is is Jalen even in the league anymore no he's not I didn't think so but Jalen ain't even that yeah maybe I'm wrong. trying Whatever. to play himself off the roster which sucks my ass it's just but, terrible I I'm so disappointed in that guy his rookie season was so promising and then yeah now is it his fault or is it schematics or is it play calling anyway it's I've called for on this I, show. I don't know whose fault it is, but it, it just sucks. It's disappointing. As I've yeah, I agree. And as I've called for on the show and on Twitter and wherever who whoever will listen. The Twitter, the Twitters, the Twitter Twitter. Please, God, give me somebody that can spell Nashi. And obviously, the Steelers think that's Benny Snell, and. I'm a little hesitant. I'm a little hesitant. Well, it's either Benny or they think that they're going to strike lightning with one of these two guys they brought in as an undrafted free agent. And that's a that ain't happening. I mean, if it does, fantastic. I'll gladly eat. I just it. don't. I I I don't think Benny Snell is the answer because he is not. I mean, he's like Najee Light, right? No, I. No, it's Kamali, Kamali hit it in the head. It's not. He needs – it's Giants game. Remember when he he's started straight the ahead runner. He's not even a one-cut guy. Nah. But, but okay, but I mean, I, I mean in terms of production. <laughs> like, right. Like, I don't mean, like, skill set. I mean, like – All right. I mean, like I – mean, I mean, like, Najee, at any given moment, whether he passes – whether I'm sorry. Whether, well, he might fucking be passing this year. Who knows with this fucking <laughs> offense. But whether he's catching a ball or running probably, a ball. probably will at some point. Yeah. Whether he's catching a ball or running the ball, <laughs> I feel like Najee's a threat. For Benny Snell, I feel like he's either like one yard or five yards. Where I feel like Najee's going to get you four every time. Every time. Like Okay, I think that with Benny Snell, you're looking at a guy who if he has – Room is going to get you some yards. It's, it's, it's entirely dependent upon the line. Yeah, sure, that's the first guy who hits him is going to get fucked up. The first guy who hits Benny Snell is going to take a hit. Yeah, straight up, because Benny's got n- no wiggle. <laughs> He's yeah. no, he never has. Straight ahead guy. He could play fullback in this league and probably do okay. He'd probably do okay in, in a like a, a maybe they should have signed Derek Watt then, right? And a run heavy offense though. Benny Snell can play fullback and do okay. Seriously, I think, and this is just my instinct. I have no insight. Mm-hmm, I have asked. Mm-hmm. I've gotten dick in response. Mm-hmm. 
I think they believe that Anthony McFarland can be the change of pace back. Holy fuck. That they've been looking for. I, and I, I don't necessarily agree. I should have I should have come I, on the show last week. <laughs> what I've seen thus far does not tell me that. But I think I think that's what they think. They made no effort, zero effort to get better at backup running back this year. None. Which tells me you're not wrong. You know, and I'm the know. asshole. They, they think huh? Nah. No, no, no. I joke because I literally I, I literally tweet this like every two weeks and I tweeted it since the draft. Like, please God, give them a fuck. Like make them see what I see. And people are like, they think, now. they think, think they Anthony have McFarland. the goods. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking they about? They have the goods in house. They are sure they have the goods in house. Now I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I'm not a Benny Snell fan. Never have been. You know. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. No. I, Anthony McFarland is a question mark. I don't fucking know. Let's hope so. The offensive line still a question mark. Oh God, we have. I have serious that. questions yeah. the, along the offensive yeah. line, especially at center and right tackle. Sorry, everybody who's a Chooks fan. Uh, I think that's not a great contract. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ryan apparently went for a potty break. Well, he knew that uh, I was about ready to talk about our wonderful sponsors with the Pigskin Podcast Network. Oh, okay, which there of we course go. This is DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah, you know, it's summer. Seriously, $1,000 bet risk-free. Seriously. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? That's insane. It just tells you how well these, these gambling houses are doing. Yes, it does, My actually. God. But you know what else it, this whole thing was telling about? This this moment we just had was yeah. Mark putting on his reading glasses to read that ad. He's well, old as fuck. I, I am. Um, and I would also like to point out that I did go to the – I ran into the dollar store yesterday to get some new cheaters because <laughs> the old ones just weren't strong enough. <laughs> So I figure by the time I'm done doing this podcast in a couple of years, um, I'll look like Walleye from uh, well, the my, movie Hot Shots. My ophthalmologist tells me that when you get past the age of 50, that um, your, your vision doesn't decline as rapidly as it does, as it does between 20 and 40. Wow, I've had a few drinks too. It's awesome. <laughs> That's I'm good. almost That's almost like Ryan, not quite. Getting there though. I'm chasing you, buddy. I am chasing as hard as I can. Yeah, we I am chasing you. I'm gonna catch you before this is over. It's, it's gonna happen. Has anybody uh I don't know this. I what's and, that? Uh, we're getting old when we asked. Does anybody wear contacts? Yeah, I, I do not. I do. You do? I, I, do, I do not. Do you have glasses? Yep. Still, Dad, do you have glasses? I, I, oh, I only have reading glasses. 
my, my vision did not really start to go until about 46. Yeah, my my vision, I only have, like, the only time I got prescribed glasses only to wear, like, at night if I'm driving. Okay. So that's the one thing I haven't, yeah. I haven't lost my hearing, my smell, or my eyes. But I lost, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to say. But <laughs> it was about to get vulgar. But uh, <laughs> that happens on this show. It happens. I lost my time. asshole. <laughs> I had food poisoning in the past couple weeks. If anyone's listening, foodborne illness, bacteria came in me. It festered. He it had some good worst. Chipotle though, so at least that was right. like the it was benefit. The worst yeah, thing I'm ever. Chipotle. Said shit on my enemy. It was the worst thing ever. Was it Chipotle? It was... What? No, it wasn't. It wasn't Chipotle. No. My food? No. Chinese? I don't know. We'll never be able. We'll never be able to to sort of decipher where where it happened from well but i know like, it wasn't bettis grill 36 i guarantee you no that. it definitely wasn't that place is closed yes there's it two is. types of food poisoning there's the one that comes through you and quickly and it, you know kills you but then there's the other one that like comes in it festers and then it's just like it's like uh, that's what i got and it and my my fiance did it was the fucking worst thing ever i wouldn't wish <laughs> it on my worst enemy at one point it like it was just oh I told you last week, death. I felt like death would be too easy. Like it was just terrible, man. You know, you, 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 you listeners, you come here for Steelers' opinion and analysis. You can't find information about food poisoning on any other show. Yeah. Listen, and and I mean, just, you just should imagine. be grateful. Let me we give are you guys human. A quick visual before that's right. Else. A quick visual <laughs> of Ryan sitting on his toilet. That's right. With water coming out of his ass and a bucket in his hand, so he could throw up at the same time. Fortunately, it sounds the night like the night before never, my wedding. Fortunately, never threw up. Oh, the good for you. Okay, my, my well, fiance, my wife did. Okay, and once right. she did, we took her to the ER. She got some antibiotics. She's okay. Yeah, she got she rounded faster than I did. But oh yeah, at one point, at one point, I thought my asshole fell in the toilet. I'm saying it to all you listeners. I was that nervous. That's how bad it was. It was, yeah. it was like every hey, listen. Of, if you tuned in last of, week and didn't see me, now you know why. I've enjoyed the show more. Have you have you guys ever eaten a bunch of habaneros? Uh no, not a bunch. That's that's uh that's kind of what that's like. The next day, your whole system's cleaned out like completely. Oh, so like the bottom, the whole thing just flushes out. And at the very end, when the habaneros come out, it's kind of like passing razor blades. <laughs> Listen, I I do not particularly like spicy spicy food. I like right, spicy right. food, but I like you're Italian. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm talking like extra, like the right. extra. He likes like, he likes a little red. But you're Italian. Yeah, but like hot the sausage is not the same as fucking no, habaneros and shit like that. Like that's it's that's, not. We're crossing we're crossing cultures here. Okay, right. that's like fine. Carolina we embrace pepper. everybody here in the SC Blitz. I'm not, I, I'm not talking Carolina ghost pepper, which is just hot to be hot. Like no, habaneros right. actually have flavor. They're good. No. no, but I mean, like if we're talking, like if we're talking. Uh, so, you know, some Christmas Eve, we got a little fucking squid, uh, some calamari with some hot oh, peppers yeah, or something yeah. like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. 
that's fine. I'm talking like that show on YouTube where like they got the hot shit, hot, Those hot, hot stuff. Idiots. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. yeah that's not Italian. No, those people are just eating hot shit to eat hot that's, shit. That's what I'm saying. That's, like, that's, 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 not, that's not enjoying the flavor of the food. That's but just eating some hot shit to eat some hot shit. Italian hot is not that. No. All right. No. Fine. And by the way, to Joey Jaws Chestnut on another impressive victory. Whatever. I, I still say did the you whole see thing. the guy fighting a fucking heckler before he fucking won the thing? He did. He fucking choked him out. Was, was it just me or did he look like he was going to snap his neck? Yes. I thought idiot. he was going to kill the guy. Fuck that guy. Uh, in any case, congrats to him. I still think they should do that it. That was Ryan, not me. Whatever. Okay, I got two more Steelers topics tonight. What? Um, believe it or not, I do. Uh, training camp. The Steelers always or almost always address some issue during camp by bringing somebody. Uh, ben, if if you right now, and let, let's just assume that, that there's no injuries, but that's stupid because we know there's always injuries. But anyway, um, what position would most likely the Steelers bring someone in at? Outside linebacker depth. Again. Okay. Yeah. So you would put that oh, as yeah. number – what would be like let's, your – Let's hope your, it's not some asshole like Melvin Ingram well, who has delusions of playing on every snap and then gets pissed and says, I don't want to be here. Right. He's not playing me enough. Hey, that was karmic justice that that prick didn't go to the Super Bowl. Let's just put it that Fuck way. Fuck him. Um, any case, Scarps, what would you say? You agree with that or you got a different position? Yeah, I – Outside linebackers definitely won't, but what about center? O line, yeah. I mean, Ben, that's a good point. But we talked about this earlier. But I don't know who's out there. Running back. I mean, running back too. I mean, mean, you know, what I think and a guy like David Johnson still available. What if a guy like Melwelde Moore? Oh my tight. god! A so I'm gonna say this. So, so Ben, yeah. I, I agree with you. To me, to me, David Johnson is. I agree. Well, David me, Johnson wants too much money right now. And are we talking David Johnson four or five years ago or now? Because yeah. like, there's a big yeah. difference. Yeah, so, so, oh, man, I, and and, I, and I'm gonna but, take but, shit. But here's the thing about this. When these guys, when you get further into camp, get yeah. to camp, these guys are willing to take one-year deals mm-hmm. to get into the to get back in and yep. show their goods, right? Because they want to prove they can be the guy. Mm-hmm. So, like a David Johnson would be willing to take a one-year deal. Now, I'm not saying he's going to play for the minimum, but he might play for you know a million five, two million. Which, Especially if he can get through without having to go to camp. The, yeah. the other thing that, you know, the other thing that sort of scares me about the Seals running back situation is that, and I'm going to say this, and, and I'm not a homer by any means. Really? I, I do I had think, not noticed that. I'm not. <laughs> really? I'm not sorry. negative. But if. You're really negative, Ryan. Whatever. Super. Fuck this guy. But 
team, if I'm another, if, if I'm an opposing team, I think Najee's really good, right? Like I'm like, yeah, he's good. This guy's sure, really good. Sure. Right. He scares me. But if he's not in the game and there's a running back on the field, I'm kind of like, I don't really care about this guy. Yeah, light I box. don't care. Like six man box. That's, Here we go. <laughs> whether that's Benny Snell. Oh, no, you're right. Or the a kid from Duke. I can't remember. Barlin, no, kid from Duke. No disrespect. No disrespect. But then, even if I'm the other team at this point. And it's David Johnson. I'm not scared of David Johnson. So it's just really? like I feel again. I, I would feel, be scared of David Johnson. You would? Yeah, because you never know when he's going to fucking break. That's one fair off. because he because he was hurt and he's he, yeah, yeah, yeah he's had a, he's had the history. But and you, you you can never discount name recognition. Psychology is a bitch sometimes in football. I mean, you kind of like even across- kind of like. Kind of like Larry Fitzgerald, even at the yeah. end, of his, end of his career, when he wasn't as productive. But it's like right. it's fucking Larry Fitz. Exactly, like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know he's going to catch it anyway. You, I mean, yep. honestly, Larry Fitz. Yeah, at the end of his career, maybe he couldn't run away from you, but if he ran a ten yard out for a first down, you know he was going to catch the ball. Yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah. And you're absolutely. I mean, and you're kind of screwed because it's like, oh, what do I do? Okay. Yeah. Change moves. Okay. Well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. I. Yeah. I agree with you guys. I think running backs important. I think uh, outside linebacker. I. You know. I, I think a line is a potential there. You know. I would also. It, you know, in the, if we're out of time, tell me to fuck off. But you're fine. Um. Off, Ryan. Going to. Uh. After this, but. Maybe a maybe a corner. Maybe a corner. I don't know. I guess I it would just depends I on who comes I would love available. to see Joe Hayden come back. And I'm not even saying Joe Hayden, but I'm, I would love to see Joe Hayden come back. And I'm just gonna, I'm going to put it out there, but not necessarily as a guy who's going to be the man. No, and I no, don't know no. because in his entire career, Joe Hayden has been the yeah. man. Yeah, 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 and. To bring him back and say, look, you're going to have to compete for playing time. I don't know how he is going to feel about that or how he can operate under that kind of a, a situation. Um, and so let's, say, to him. let's say they brought him back right now. Would he be a starter in your opinion? No. Okay. I, I And that's not to say that he's, like, he's bad. Mm-hmm. I think the Steelers – are intentionally getting younger, which they need to do it. Agree. Agree. Yeah. And they are uh, maybe looking for a guy who can provide some leadership mm-hmm. within that unit, mm-hmm. which, you know, which would, would be good. And if Hayden can come in and prove that he's still, you know, good enough to yeah. be that guy, then yeah, maybe he would be a starter. But at this point, they've kind of penciled in their guys because they're trying to get younger. They're trying mm-hmm. to grow that unit. And the way you grow that unit is through experience. And that experience comes through playing time. Yeah. No argument here. So I mean, 
It is yeah. what it is, man. My uh, um my last topic, Steelers wise, is of course the NFL now only does uh, three preseason games since they added the seventeenth regular season game. Um, how does Mike Tomlin, Ryan? How does Mike Tomlin go about evaluating these quarterbacks? It's not as easy as when you had four games. Um, is that? I don't personally think it is. You've you've got one less game now. I mean, I don't think well, it's as easy as saying, "Okay, uh, Rudy, you got the first one, and Mitchell, you got the second one, and Kenny, you got the third one." I don't Rudy, think it's that easy. Rudy, yeah. Rudy. Well, I'm sorry, I got a little excited. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, I, I mean, what's he going to do? I mean, are all three going to play all three? Yeah, games? I mean, it's definitely it's definitely different because out of fucking beer. Get more. I'm not in a whiskey, though. Oh, go. go ahead, Ryan. No, please. Benjamin, do you think... talk about whiskey? No, no, no. Talk about whiskey. the goddamn quarterbacks. Okay. So, four, pre, four preseason games was, and, and people might not believe this, but that extra preseason game was a big deal. It really was. Absolutely. Um, not only not only for the quarterback position, but those sort of, you know, those positions that the special you're like, teams guys, yeah. those fringe guys, those yeah. Teams, yeah, those are positions where you're like, you know what, um, it's either between this guy or that guy. I don't really know. So, did you ever ask Danny Smith which guy he was going to keep and which guy he wasn't? No, I I knew I, I've known Danny Smith since I was like five years old, man. Like I don't ask. Like it it was actually very cool. I know I've known Danny Smith since I was five years old. He's known my dad. Grew up with my dad. They both graduated from different high schools. Grew up on the same street. Um, okay. But um, that's all fine and good. What kind of gum does that asshole chew? I want to send bubble. him a bunch of it. Double what is bubble. it? Double, double bubble. Double in bubble. It's in the buckets, baby. Double Steel City Blitz is sending that guy a bucket Listen, of double bubble. Or when he when he joined and, the team, when he joined the team, it was beautiful because I've known him. I'd known him course. almost my whole life, but then motherfucker always had gum any given chance. I'd be like, Danny, man, I need some. He'd be like, You want me to eat gum? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like a drug dealer, man. He hand me like fucking five pieces. Be like, be like, it's good for your teeth. It's good for your jaw. It's good for your teeth. I'd be chewing. Nah. That training, camp, training camp was so stressful for many reasons. I'd have like nine pieces in my mouth <laughs> like at any given time. Um, but no, I never asked Danny like personnel questions. Maybe once or twice I might have, but like never like never like you know I would go to him and be like, hey, who's gonna make the team and who's not? Anyway, but yeah, that fourth because reason, you know he has five or six spots. He does. Right. Oh, he once, uh, dude, and that's a, and that's the thing people don't realize. They tend to focus on they tend to focus on the position, but not based on what they can do on teams. So it's like they t- focus much. on position, but not teams related. So let's just say hypothetically, Mike Tomlin and his coordinators are sitting down, and they have forty-seven players. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, Danny Smith, pretty much by himself, says to Mike, I like these six guys. We really need to keep them. Would you say that's accurate? 
Ooh, I'm not gonna question. say it's not. I'm not gonna great say it's question. not. I'm not gonna say it's not accurate. I'm not gonna say that. Um, but I do. I do believe, and I agree that that those conversations go down that way. I'm gonna give you an example of uh, Jordan Dangerfield, who's no longer on the team. Oh, such a, such a great player, though. But, yeah. Oh, but, my God. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, could Jordan Dangerfield cover the field as good as – I'm trying to think of it. I can't, can't – uh, what the hell was his name? Who's the dude that Tom Brady torched like 2019? Anthony oh, Smith. No, Smith. that was oh, – that was like – No, seven. that was Anthony Smith. Wait, 2019? So- yeah, the one safety, the one safety. He didn't necessarily talk bad about Brady, but like it's like Cam something, not Cam. Oh shit! shit. Why am I drawing a blank? Uh. Anyway. Anyway. Could he? Def- oh my god! I can't believe I. Uh, what the I know hell why you're drawing a blank. Too many drinks. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, right? I, I do. I can see him, and I can't think of the name. I can't say it. Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking Cam Canada, who's our long snapper. No, but definitely not him. No, but he was a safety. He was a safety. Yeah, and he might have talked a little bit of shit. Yeah. And Tom Brady torched. It was like thirty. That was a thirty-three to three game in 2019. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, could Jordan Dangerfield cover the field as good as that guy could? No. no. But Jordan Dangerfield can cover special teams. No, no, much Sean, what's his fuck? Huh? <laughs> anyway, but my point is, yeah, Davis. Yeah, Cam Davis. There it is. No, Sean Davis. Sean. No, no. Oh my god, it's gonna bother me. Hold on, I'll have it Somebody for you in a second it. here. I can anyway. tell it's grinding your gears here. Anyway, special teams. Is super super important for those final roster positions. Oh, yeah, it is. God, Jesus Christ! People do not realize it. Man, like it's, it's like like you it's like, like six spots. Like Cam Kelly. There it is. Cam, yes, yes. Cam that Kelly. fucking guy. He was a street free agent. Yeah. Okay. So Cam Kelly. They trusted Cam Kelly more than Jordan Dangerfield to cover the field. What is a free safety? You gotta trust him. Yeah. Choice. Okay. They covered him. They trusted him to cover the field more on uh, possession downs, but on special teams, they were like, "Jordan, you got this." But you no, know, those positions, no, special teams mean so so much. Especially yes, you're, I I don't necessarily know if it's the final six, but four to five, yes. And and I'm, you know, I'm trying to think of a guy. I'm trying I, to think of a, I'm thinking the final six. Seriously, because yeah, it might be you sick. Got, you might be right. You got twenty-two guys that play special teams, and the the bulk of those guys play offensive line. So they just they just stay out there, mm-hmm. right? But then you got outside line. You got your like Arthur Motes. Right. Right. Arthur Motes has played on special teams. You got your Arthur Motes played both linebacker positions and yep. special teams, which is why he like. Hung out for so long. Yeah, he was a versatile player. He could do all that shit. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Excuse me. There was always a guy that Tallman used to reference on talking about. He made the team based on special teams. Marcus it wasn't Allen? Terrence. 
wasn't Terrence Garvin. It was it was another guy around yeah, that. I mean, Garvin pretty much did. But yeah, well, yeah, Garvin was definitely yeah. it. Yeah. But there Garvin was another. Was he, was, he was fantastic. There was uh, another guy that was like maybe a little bit war, more well known. Matikevich. Oh yeah, absolutely him. But there was a guy a little bit around the time of Garvin that like Tomlin used to always like even when he would talk like it like events and whatnot, he would always say like, this is, this is the guy that like, hmm. can't remember the name. Yeah. He'll come back to me. Call God. <laughs> What's our slogan? We've had some drinks. I think so. Listen, man, it's been a long week. You know, Ryan, you're not when you're drinking, when you're drinking for week. the podcast, the best thing to do is just keep drinking through it. That's what I. That's what I did. This that time. way, you, you have won't to fall asleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Amazingly, we got on that topic, and the original question was, "How are we going to evaluate these quarterbacks?" Um, oh. oh, oh, yeah. yeah. That. Long I mean, story short. <laughs> long story short. It's a fucking it, circus. <laughs> long story short. Um, if that's everybody's healthy, I give them each. One game with the first team for a half. Fuck that. Okay. All right. Well, Ben, what would you do then? I'm not giving Mason fucking Rudolph oh, a half for of the God. first fucking team. Fuck that guy. He is no longer – he doesn't matter. I'm sorry to be so dismissive, but I'm not burning those reps on that guy. I'm giving the rookie some time with the starters. For sure. If I think Mitch Trubisky is my guy based upon practices, I'm going to make sure that he learns the offense as well as possible and get, gets as much time as possible with the starters in the preseason so that they gel. Does, okay. does the fact that we have a very difficult schedule out of the box, does that factor into this? It's only like six games, but yeah. I mean... Well, does it does it factor into it? I mean, it does, but Tom doesn't look at things that way. He looks at the big. No, picture. I know he doesn't. That's why I'm. He, that's why I'm asking. He that. looks at the big picture. He's not like he's not looking at it game by game by game. Yes, he does that shit on Monday. Sure, but he's, he's not doing that in camp. That's not him, and he's been a, he, he's done it successfully for a while, so he's not going to change his approach. To okay. the season based upon that. Yeah. yeah, no. Ryan, go ahead. Wrap us up here. Yeah, Ryan. Uh yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know. Um <laughs> I get I I mean I, I truly do. I get what they're doing with Mason. There's no, there's, in my opinion, there's no need to trade him now. No. Um, but there might come a time when there's value for Mason. Uh, but six round pick. Whatever. At this point, I mean, I'm a yeah. Mason fan, and I love Mason. But You're like a Mason yeah, fan, you just feel like he got fucked over and get a, didn't get a fair shot. But fuck yeah, he didn't. But no, but like, but but okay, there we go. If it was me, if, if this is the truth, if this was me, if it was me, I'd have Mason start the first game, yeah. Pickett start the second game. Why waste those reps? And, and, and then Mitch, 
Because if there's only three games, you can divvy the reps. Because yeah. to me, the third game is still the third game as it always has been, where it's the most important game. So Ben always Ben the Stars always played that first half of the third game. True. So now you're basically el- eliminating that fourth game didn't mean shit. So if you don't care about Mason, fuck it, throw him out there first game. Kenny gets the second game first half, and then Mitch gets the third game first half. Why are you throwing Mitch out there first game preseason for no reason? Is 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 Chris Oludikun? Is he going to get more snaps than any of these guys in the preseason? I fucking hope not. No disrespect, but I mean, like, I, why? What? Like, he why? Might. He, might. he might. Because what's going to happen is, is, no, is they, they will be all second half snaps. Yes. Okay. If, oh, oh with, yes. With a whole bunch of guys who won't make the team. Okay. Still. I thought you meant first thing. I thought you meant like first half. No, like I just, I just mean reps. in general, is he going to have more snaps than the other three? And I think he will. I think he will too. Ooh, mm-hmm. Let's take a bet right now. Because he's he going to get most of the second half snaps. It's kind of hard to find stats in the preseason though. Uh, it is. Stats on the preseason. That's fair. Snap camps on the preseason are difficult to like. We'd have to add them up by the game. Yeah, you gotta go play by play by play. No, you get the game book. You get the game books. Hey, man, I got that Stathead subscription. Those guys are outstanding. They are actually outstanding. Yeah, he's talking about Pro Football Reference, and they are Football Reference is great. Stathead, highly recommend that subscription. Little shout out for the guys. You know who's a Stathead? Scarpino over there. Say what? He's a Stathead. He is a stat head. He, he tweets some serious shit, man. Serious uh, and on that note, we can get I the subscribe. hell out of here. We've been talking for like to 75 damn minutes. Are we leaving? It's only 11.30 your time. Well, yeah, but, well, anyway. You guys are a couple of bitches. <sighs> we can end the podcast and talk afterwards like we normally do. <laughs> uh, no. One of these days I'll have to record that secretly. That's a really good idea, actually. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening to the SCB Steelers <laughs> podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. Got a couple weeks to go before training camp starts. And, hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck. Ian, congrats.